0: 1. I will keep going even when I don't feel like it. Every day I get better. 2. I can heal from past heartache. I am worthy of love, forgiveness, kindness, and compassion. 3. I will make the best decisions for myself even when it doesn't feel like the easy thing to do. 4. Instead of being discouraged by how far I still have left to go, I choose to be grateful for how far I've already come. Five, through it all, I survived. This is Parents of an Angel, The Sound. Welcome to another episode of Parents of an Angel, The Sound. I am your host, Caroline Jefferson, author and founder of Parents of an Angel, a comforting community for grieving parents. <sighs> well, fam, we made it. We survived yet another Mother's Day. We did it. We did it, Joe. Channeling my inner, uh. Vice President Harris. Now, I hope that all of you were able to find even a small ounce of comfort and peace last Sunday. And if you haven't already, go back and listen to last week's episode. It was all about getting through Mother's Day, but honestly, you could apply it to any holiday or any milestone where you anticipate some uh, grief over your angel. So that episode was packed with tips to, you know what, I won't spoil it, just go back and listen for yourself. So for a couple of days, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to talk about with y'all today. But then I saw that a few of my friends graduated with their PhDs over the weekend. Oh yeah, my friends are smart, smart. And it's so dope for them and I'm very excited for them. And if y'all know me, you know I make a comment about going back to get my PhD too every every 3 months or so. But something always holds me back and I know what it is. It's fear. Fear of rejection, fear of getting, you know, a rejection letter from a school, fear of failing out of the program and that fear is rooted in my anxiety about the worst possible outcomes. See, um, when I lost Joshua, it it felt like God rejected me as a mother. I feel like I failed as a Christian somehow. And like deep down inside for a very long time, I felt like I was not worthy of being a mother because God took my son away from me. And through a lot of therapy and a lot of work, I, I don't feel that way anymore. But sometimes those lingering feelings of uh, fear and uh, anxiety, they, they still linger and they're still here and they show up in different ways. For me, it shows up in wanting to do something big, like go back to school. Think of it as like a fight or flight, except I just stand still. So I wanted to talk to you today about choosing faith over fear and intentional positive thinking because one of the things that my friends have that I did not was the courage to do something so big and so amazing while I still sat in my fear and did not do anything. So I wanted to talk to you today about faith over fear and intentional positive thinking. It's so much easier said than done, and I invite all of you on this journey with me to walk in faith and not in fear. So what does that mean, being fueled by faith over fear? So many people have a great idea or this really dope goal But they wait for the self-proclaimed perfect time to start on it. And spoiler alert, I'm not exempt from any of this. You know, we say things like, I'm not ready yet. I'll go back to school after my six-year-old graduates high school. Or it's Tuesday. I'll start eating right and exercising on Sunday. Y'all, this is literally me every single week. You know, I'll start looking for a therapist um, next month. I'll just you know, wait for the new month to start, to set my goals and start working on my mental health, right? Or, Or even this, starting that business has been something I've wanted to do for months, but it's gonna take a lot of work and I'm not ready right now. So I'll just put that idea on the back burner until I feel more ready. So why do we, again, I am included in this we, Why do we wait for this magical, perfect moment before we start working on our dreams? You know, as I just mentioned, I am afraid of success, not failure, success. I use fear to hold me back from going after things I really want to go after sometimes. You see, after my husband and I lost Joshua, I started preparing myself for every worst case scenario in every situation that I'm faced with. I was just programming my brain to expect the worst case scenario, but I never programmed my brain to start expecting things to go right. I was just convinced that for a long time, great things would not happen to me anymore. And again, just going back to that grief and feeling like I was, you know, stripped away from being a mom, it almost felt like I didn't deserve anything good because I was still blaming myself for my son's death. And I was afraid that if something good did happen to me, like getting into a good school and excelling in a doctoral program, it would just get taken away from me at the snap of a finger, just like my son was. And... Over and over and over, my fear was kicking my faith's ass time and time again, and I can't even count the number of times I used to sit in my war room, aka my closet, and promise myself that I'll start something once I reach a specific milestone, because I was just afraid to win, and I was so settled in that feeling of fear. It happened with my health, it happened with my business and my finances, and so many other personal goals. I'll just, you know, wait until this other thing is done that I'm procrastinating about, and then I'll start this new thing. It's been my mentality for a really long time. So as I was getting ready for this episode, I dug up some of my old journals and was reading over You know, old journal entries to kind of think about where my mind was at the time when this video came out and, you know, how I was feeling and what my very, very raw, um, honest emotions were. And I found an entry from the night before I saw Kev on stage's video. I cried about getting ready to turn 30. And I explained how disappointed I was for not being where I really wanted to be in my life. You know, I talked to my fiance about it. He comforted me, but God checked me. I was quickly reminded of why I haven't received what I wanted in my life. And I thought about a few other women of God or influencers that I look up to, like Sarah Jakes Roberts. And the only difference between Pastor Sarah and me is that she started. Meanwhile, in my world, I was still waiting on the perfect moment before I got started. She created her perfect moment. She chose faith over fear. Meanwhile, I'm over here still making negotiations with God like, you know, we're in a boardroom so i feel like if god had an eye roll we could cue it right now and he would be giving me a side eye a very healthy side eye but in all honesty this was my unhealthy excuse to run away from my true fear of getting things done and really evoke confidence in what i do that brings me to today i know my struggle i know my triggers and i know what holds me back from going after the things that i want the things that i affirm the things that i pray about and the things that are destined for me in my life and my family so how do i really choose faith over fear when it comes to my own dreams and the things that i pray about well i was reading the bible this morning and i came across Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. And this scripture always resonates with me because my son Joshua was born sleeping on the 19th of June. And I referenced this scripture a lot, but it just so happened to be part of my devotional today. So I knew it was very fitting for me to share on the episode with y'all. And It gave me the encouragement to start before I was ready, just like Kev on stage talked about in his video. And the scripture reads, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And so I want to encourage all of you to simply start before you're ready. Choosing faith over fear shows God that you're trusting him to direct your path right into your destiny and you will be obedient to the things that you are asked to do. Don't wait for this perfect moment like I have time and time again to begin working on your dreams. Trust me, the perfect moment isn't coming. You create the perfect moment and that moment is right now. So ask yourself, what are you getting done today? Sometimes as a grieving mother, our emotions can be all over the place. One minute we're feeling okay, then one social media post can trigger our grief. It hits us so hard because we don't, you know, schedule this into our calendars. We don't, you know, add a reminder on our phone to grieve today. We don't know when those angry feelings come, they just show up in an overnight bag and overstay their welcome, am I right? What we do know is that we are in complete control of our emotions and how we choose to act on them. It isn't always easy, but it's possible. So when you think about choosing faith over fear, I want you all to walk away from this episode knowing how much power you have over your emotions. It might not feel like it, but I promise you that it's there. You can grieve and choose to be sad. Sadness is not a character flaw. It's not a bad thing. It is a feeling. It is a very normal feeling to have. Then choose to feel better when you're ready to feel better. Your emotions don't define you. You define you. And you have the power to own your emotions. Nobody else, no one else, you, this is one of the things I talk about in my book, Heartache, Healing and Hope, about you know choosing faith over fear sometimes and being able to really just grab hold of uh, your emotions so that you can continue in your healing journey and doing the work that will get you to being the, vet- the best version of yourself. So I wanted to end this episode with a short prayer Um, because I'm so grateful for the Parents of an Angel community. I'm so grateful for all of your support. And, you know, like I always say, I really hate that a tragedy such as losing a baby brought us all together, but I'm grateful that you're here, and I'm grateful that you have included me and Parents of an Angel in your healing journey. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you. Thank you for this community. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your grace when we don't act right, but most of all, thank you for your mercy. I ask that you touch each and everyone listening to this podcast and show them that they are in complete control of their emotions, and they too can choose faith over fear. Show them that through this healing journey, you are with them, I am with them, and the Parents of an Angel community is with them too. Through this, we will give you all of the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise forever and ever. I love y'all. Peace. Oh, hey. Thanks for listening to this episode of Parents of an Angel, The Sound. I am your host, Caroline Jefferson. Make sure you visit com forward slash connect to receive my free guide 100 Ways to Remember Your Angel and Heal from Your Loss. And you can get your hands on my new book, Heartache, Healing, and Hope. Remember these three things to carry you through the week. You are not alone. Your feelings are valid. And today is a great day for healing. I love y'all. Be well.